Hey everybody, this is Aaron, and I'm here with my partner Jim, and we're going to give a wrap-up podcast for the Groundhog Day marathon that we just went through. It's it's uh, postmortem. I, postmortem. Yeah, it didn't die. Sounds a little morbid. It didn't die. It uh, it's in history books, but it's uh, uh, we we are going to. As we've done in previous years, we're going to talk about how the thing went and how much money we raised and uh, our experiences with it. And we this year, it's it's so we're recording this on the Friday, seven days after we began the journey of 24 hours into disaster, which is the theme of this year's marathon. Um, and you'll probably be hearing it sometime next week. So this is just kind of we're seven days out of the experience. Um, there's still some money trickling in. We didn't have a, a true final amount, but we've got a provisional total. Previous two years, we the first year we did a Groundhog Day marathon on Groundhog Day from midnight to midnight, and we watched the movie Groundhog Day starring Bill Murray 12 times, and it was a lot of fun, huge success. We raised a lot of money for the National Alliance to, uh, in Homelessness. Last year, we did the same thing, except we did a 24-hour Star Wars marathon, and we raised even more money for the National Alliance in homelessness, and we had a lot of fun. This year, we decided to pick a new charity, something that we've been thinking a lot about because uh, we have a lot of Australian fans, and uh, you know, just we pay attention to the news. Was the Australian bushfires that were raging over the subcontinent or the continent? Australia is a full-on continent. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this time of us podcasting, there's been 33 deaths, over a thousand homes burned. 42,000 square miles burned, which is a total area of destruction that's larger than the entirety of our home state of Indiana. Hmm. Uh, over a, mil- a billion animal deaths estimated, which given the fragile nature of some of the species and the ecology in Australia is a immense loss. Um, so we we chose the Australian Red Cross as the beneficiary. We did a lot of research um, to find you know highly rated charities, efficient charities, and the Australian Red Cross uh, seemed to be one of the ones leading the way. So we we dedicated a stream to that charity, and we raised um, a total donations, a straight up cash donations of eleven thousand five hundred and fifty dollars and ten cents. Again. Uh, we just got a hundred dollar donation yesterday, so some of this money is still trickling in, uh, and you can still donate. Like we're gonna put the the link to uh, the the news post where I had the where you could watch because you also if you go to the Twitch or Twitch channel, you can still watch the entirety of the marathon if you chose to for another week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be talking about archiving it further later. Uh, we raised $846 selling merch. We had some really cool t-shirt designs, which are no longer available. Uh, we took those off the store, uh, but we had some some really cool de- de- designs and some uh, fill pins and some bundles and stuff we were giving away. Uh, we had about just, just under $100 with a sub, so a grand total of money raised uh, about 12000 gross, $12,496.10. Um, the final total of uh, gross might be be more than that, um, but the net is probably going to be lower by the time we pay out the credit card fees and the the merch um, and shipping and all that. It's going to be a little bit lower, but that's a that's a big sum of money, and we really appreciate everybody who stopped by over the twenty four hour period, the donated money. Uh, some people stayed up the whole time with us, uh, which was which was sweet. We appreciate it. Um, but I want to give give people an update on like some delivery deliveries deliverables deliverables. That's mm-hmm. what the word I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, we had twelve different giveaways, one for each movie we watched, or was it eleven? 
He was 11. 11. We watched 11 movies. We had a couple long movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had 11 giveaways, and we are going to be shipping those out starting next week. Uh, we have already heard from everyone who won one of the giveaways, and we got your address details. So usually I'm trying to track that stuff down, but we had Cecily helping us out this year, and that stuff is already taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, the YouTube videos, last year we tried and failed to get the Star Wars stuff on YouTube because enough of the, the very recognizable and Disney-owned uh, Star Wars music bled over on our microphones that they mm. just got copyright struck to hell and back, and we never able to get them on. So that's like, it's like the Star Wars holiday special. If you're going to see it, it's probably going to be on a torrent site somewhere. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no legit way to, to view it. Um, but we are going to be, we, we, Cecily just finished downloading the entire 24 hours of content and she's going to be splicing them up by movie. And we're going to try to get those into a YouTube playlist so people can find their favorite one and, uh, watch and uh, look for their favorite moment. But again, who knows what kind of content ID blocked Odyssey we're going to have to go through for that. Um, so let's talk about the experience. This is our third one now. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this one we did a little bit different. We usually have gone midnight to midnight. This time we decided to try going noon to noon to see if it would be a little bit easier on us. What's the verdict on that? Hmm. What was the it's thought a, it's behind that? a good question. That? So the, the idea is just like, well, we typically start our work days at 11-ish. Um, so noon is not far off from that. You can sort of sleep in on a regular-ish schedule and get pretty close to noon. Yeah, that's kind of very up. close to your regular schedule. I get up usually earlier, but if I the <laughs> yeah. night before I thought, well, if I stay up till like two or three o'clock right. and sleep till nine thirty, ten o'clock, then I'll probably be feeling pretty good. Yeah, that, and it, that was I, the I think that part of it worked out really well. Like I felt pretty rested coming into it. No no troubles with sleeping the night before because it was on a pretty regular schedule of mine. So I think the noon to noon worked out well in that regard. Mm-hmm. Like for how I physically felt uh as far as being tired at the end now i think breakfast might not have worked out so well because i my stomach was fucked up Mm. near the end of that marathon and it always gets a little iffy Mm. just because staying up for 24 hours does that to me like Mm -hmm. i just start to feel a, a little bad yeah um but yeah we had breakfast and i made the mistake of ordering eggs benedict mm. might not have been the best choice didn't settle yeah so I was in and out of the bathroom for the last uh, <laughs> movie or so. I didn't notice, actually. Okay. Well, I just outed myself here. <laughs> uh, I'm usually the one with the shit banditry, but yeah. uh, I felt like hell. But I always, that's the thing. It's like every, like I'm, I'm over 40. Um, it's 24 hours is a lot, yeah. and I just feel like the absolute worst by the end of these things every single time. So from noon to noon didn't really make a tangible difference. Um, and the next, hmm. so like that, so it ended on noon on Saturday. I went home and immediately went to bed. I woke up about five or six o'clock, and I stayed up till about midnight or one o'clock. And then Sunday, I woke up at a pretty normal time, like eight eight o'clock, I think. Yeah. And I still felt a little kind of like laggy, jet laggy, but by Monday, everything was fine. Mm -hmm. So like, I guess I don't really know that I have a biological preference for going midnight to midnight or noon to noon or six to six. And we're going to talk about how maybe we can tweak this to be better um, going forward. But now we're a week out and things are, things are fine. Um, 
Let's talk about the, some of the highlights uh, that we had this season. I want to start off like the pregame show. Okay. We went back and rewatched the Groundhog Day movie, the right. classic Bill Murray. We had both sworn that we'd never watch this movie again after we watched it 12 <laughs> times in a row. We had three years of distance between it. And and if you haven't listened to it, you should, because I was surprised at how good it was, at how mm-hmm. much things we had to say. Um, this movie just seems endlessly fascinating. And one of uh, our recent standout, I think, podcasts that we've recorded. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty fun. Uh, what uh, what other highlights do we have for the, the stream, Jim? Uh, I mean, I, I think it was probably the highlight of the stream is when you got a little loopy very early in the morning or very late in the morning. I don't know. Whatever it was, uh, approaching the end game of what our... What brought this on? I don't I... even remember how we got to the space where this happened. We f- we found a box of wigs that... Yeah. that uh, I don't know. Somebody was digging through the studio, found some wigs. The, so we had a... But we, we, when, when we were doing the American... What, the Americans podcast? Yeah. You know, there's bad wigs in that. And... Right, we were trying to be spies. We had bad wigs, sunglasses, a different disguise for each episode. Yeah, so we have a box full of just tons of wigs. And somehow those got busted out on set, and you put one on, and we also combined it with the stuff we had left over from the holiday yeah. photo shoots, and you came on screen... Uh, shirtless with a cut-off flannel vest. Sleeveless flannel, flannel vest, unbuttoned. <laughs> right, unbuttoned, and this horrible, long mullet of a wig. Uh-huh. And just were hamming it up, and it was fantastic. Yeah, that, that lasted for a couple of minutes. That seemed to to make people happy. I wish, I was trying to think of, like, why do we bust the wigs out? There was something going on. Remember. What was the bad wig? What was the thing? It was very early in the morning, like four, like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it had to be... I, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, it's a deep impact because deep impact Maybe. almost broke me. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should talk about that. Like, I don't know. We'll 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 get in that here in a minute. Um, I thought the there's a about an hour of the podcast where the ladies of Bald Move took over, uh-huh. uh, Alexis and Cecily, uh, you and my wife respectively, and uh, they dubbed it Bushes for Bush. <laughs> yeah, Bushes for the Bush rather, uh-huh. and. Uh, that I I just enjoyed because we, we we were off camera like either relaxing or we were doing some technical things. Uh, it was nice to get off the camera for a bit. Yeah. People seemed to enjoy that. Um, yeah, we raised like $500 in a matter of 30 minutes. I, it was it was yeah. a lot of donations came in at the time. Yeah, there was a surge in donations when the, the, the women were on the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember this guy named Ryan somehow because like you, your feet, have been a big part of the marathons. Sure have. Uh, first first year, you're the white sock supremacist. Utility socks, yeah. People giving you shit for your, your plain whiteies, your mm-hmm. tidy whiteies. The year after, you went buck wild. Right. I got French fry socks. I got hot dog socks. I got Ewok socks. Every which sock but loose. <laughs> and uh, to, to celebrate the, the Star Wars marathon. Uh, this year, you went back to basics. Yeah, you just, just a clean white sock. You're just you're just, you're, just, you're just embracing your your identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy named Ryan uh, had this the goof that essentially lasted 24 hours, where he was trying to get you to, to get your bare feet on camera so he could post on the wiki feet. Yeah, I think is what he's saying. I Maybe so. he actually did post your sock feet on wiki feet. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's really burn your feet are burning up the charts over on wiki feet. <laughs> Great, which is a website that collects famous people's feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure Quinn Tarantino will be thrilled to see my socked feet. Um I felt like 
there was a record number of people staying up with us. I know the first year yeah. there was a couple, like a handful. Um, the next year there was maybe, I don't know, less than 10, certainly. But I felt like there was like 20, um, maybe several dozen people trying yeah. to stay up. Uh, some of them, I think, uh, might have not, nodded off. I, I extracted quite a few sleeping taxes from people because when they were sheepishly <laughs> right. checking in and say, I'm sorry, I was like, yeah, you got to hit the dough. You got to, that's 10 bucks, don't owe you, you, you owe the stream some of them went out to get corn dogs and dates i don't know yeah freddie was like living <laughs> freddie was uh making time from his uh the, 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 his his campaign of terror on tinder to stop by the stream from time to time yeah uh really really feeling feeling the freddie oats that mm-hmm. was that was a lot of fun i felt like we had a i think we had a lower peak total of viewers this year because we got them uh and some we had, we had some pretty high numbers especially with like mark hamill retweeted us yeah on a Star Wars one, but we had a higher average. Like last year's average was in the mid seventies, and this year, uh, as compiling the stats, it was around one hundred and twenty. So we had okay much more people. Especially, I don't think maybe we dipped below th- three figures, like in the deadest of hours. Maybe, but it was less uh, not for an entire movie for sure. Um, so yeah. like I was just really impressed by uh, how many, how many people stayed with us and how many people were just watching all, uh, around the clock. Um, that was a pretty funny, I did a Sharon Stone basic instinct goof. Cause I kept on, I found him, I kept check, catch, catching myself, um, crossing my legs in weird ways, hmm. probably as a result of the fact that we were sitting in office chairs and I was just trying to shift around and keep my butt from going numb. Yep. Uh, but I remember that being funny. Maybe we can, when we're reposting that, we can get some of these highlights, uh, broken out. But yeah, as, as, uh, we had, Again, as as is tradition, a lot of people sent us food. We came into like four bags full of Amazon goodies uh, sent mm-hmm. by uh, Gelato King. Uh, several people sent us survival kits, like tarps, multi tools, you know, survival knives, all kinds of weird gadgets and things. So we were prepared for the disaster. Michelle sent us a, an edible pizza this time. I had a, was it wasn't all pineapple. Yep. I mean, I like the pineapple pizza. <laughs> I know. So, but we did we did get some food sent. Uh, um, I did we we talked about the Eric disaster theme, Mexican but food. we had um, we had a, a I thought a pretty good slate of movies. There was one or two uh, exceptions. Like we started off strong with Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Um, then we did Left Behind, which was a terrible, terrible movie. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Um, it's just bad. We were we were hoping this would be some crazy Nick Cage. It was Nick Cage doing a workman like performance in mm. Drek. Um, then we did 2012, which is balls to wall, every kind of disaster. I I've seen this movie before, but I didn't remember a lot of it, and I still couldn't tell you exactly what the the plan was to gather everybody on these massive aircraft carry sized submarines. Yeah. And and wait out the disaster that were cataclysmic wave proof and mm-hmm. I don't know people there's crashing a, into mountains proof people got ground up in the door gears and mm-hmm. a lot of bad things happened uh, then we got on to Dante's Peak yeah which is just a sheer delight uh, I had forgotten that Linda Hamilton was the co-star of that movie uh-huh. uh, got to see you know uh, the highlight of that's Grandma dissolving in a lake of acid right. Um, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, there were hot rocks falling everywhere. Hot rocks everywhere. The hot rocks were the scourge of the <laughs> the, the the marathon. Sure were. Uh, Pierce Bronson drove a truck over a, a field of lava. 
Uh, then the hits kept on coming at nine o'clock the, the evening. We hit Twister, the classic mm-hmm. Midwestern tornado movie. Um, man, that movie's a hidden gem. Yeah, that movie holds up. Then we did the day after tomorrow, uh, where we were menaced by ice wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, we were treated to the American flag fra- flash freezing. Then we got the Deep Impact, which is another another real two hours of pain. Movie. Yeah, the day after tomorrow kind of sucked actually, because it's a lot of buildup and the action really only happens toward the last half hour. Lots and of then talking. Everything happens. Lots of lots of just really dull stretches of talking yeah. and stuff, and it wasn't nearly as fun as what came before. And then just when you think it can't get worse, we got hit at three o'clock in the morning by the, the core. Fucking core. That movie is garbage. I thought this core was it's a type of movie that's so good it's bad or so yeah. bad it's good. Mm-hmm. It's just bad. It is. It's just really bad. The science is makes no sense. It's ridiculous. But they try to give it this kind of hard sci-fi and mm-hmm. but then again, like the funny thing is like, wasn't it the first like uh, the demonstration for what was gonna happen to Earth was like a peach and a blowtorch? <laughs> Right, and it wasn't given to like a classroom of students. It was given uh, like a high level briefing to scientists and military advisors. Yeah, and... imagine if you took the people who uh, invented the the atomic bomb, who split the atom. Yeah, and you sat them down in front of Mister Wizard. Yeah. That's what this was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bad version of Mister Wizard. <laughs> bad version, yeah. Uh, and then they did it again too, because it didn't Stanley Tucci come in at the end to say like uh, Tucci, 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 yeah. Tudic, uh, he he came in to like do another like uh, take this basketball and we're gonna bounce it around. I don't know. It's, it's a, a, something terrible movie. Then something that oh, a movie that I didn't see and I was kind of nervous about The Rock uh, in San Andreas. Yeah, a great movie. I think it was good. Yeah. Okay, okay, it's not a no, great it's, movie. It's not great. It's full of charismatic people. Uh-huh. Uh, Beautiful and- family. God. Yeah, drop dead gorgeous family. It's the Rock. It's Carla Gugino. It's Alexandra Daddario. Daddario. Yeah. Yeah. Like like uh, top 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 point oh one percent of the population in terms of attractiveness. Yeah. Uh, they're all in pretty compelling situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that you actually you know, they they did a very good job of introducing these characters and why you should care about them in like five or ten minutes and it was it was a lot of fun. The good disasters. No less than four different types of vehicle in that movie he he did he did he did he did helicopter plane boat boat car car yeah yeah or truck there you Whatever. go he's he's the quadruple threat then we got the tommy lee jones and his hot rock ravaged face at this point and volcano I was sort of out of it <laughs> and we were just riffing on tommy lee jones face and uh john carroll lynch uh melting into an ankle deep pool of lava I would still like to know how that the physics of that worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we finished strong at end with Independence Day, yeah, which was as much fun to watch as as I thought it would be, and mm-hmm. it was a great way to end um, the the marathon stream. So that's kind of like we tried uh, to give some speeches of our own. We did. Oh my that. god, I forgot. I actually said words. You said words. I oh. have no idea what they were. <laughs> I don't know. Well, wasn't I given like I was actually given like the aliens president? Oh, were you? Of like I, you know like I was what, too far gone to notice. Yeah, like what the aliens president was saying to get them whipped up for the invasion of Earth. You know, <laughs> nice. I think maybe or maybe I did both. I'm not sure. Who knows? I was wearing a wig at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about uh, the things that worked. I thought that the subject and theme we just got done talking about it that fits like you know we're having a disaster we're talking about a natural disaster uh a a tragedy affecting australians 
Uh, I thought this was a really good theme, and it, uh, it 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 suited the the thing that we're trying to do. It wasn't mm-hmm. too serious and grim, um, but it it was it was a good theme. It was a lot of fun. I think we could have picked, should have subbed out something for like Deep Impact and the Core, um, maybe yeah. Left Behind, Left be, Left Behind maybe. 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 Um, but I thought we did good, and we paced them very well too. Like there so. wasn't too many turds on a row. Mm-hmm. This is pretty good energy and enthusiasm throughout. Um, we had a producer this year, which we've never had before. You know, mm-hmm. Cecily was behind the scenes running it, unless she was one of the uh, in uh, on camera bushes for the bush. She was, uh, you know, uh, keeping track of things. She was uh, keeping track of the donos for our giveaways. Um, we finally got a setup, I think, where we had a good enough monitors in front of us that we could interact with chat and the donos without losing track of the plot. Because Cecily also had like a little window that she could, you know. F- send us messages and stuff and like she could highlight donations we were missing because mm-hmm. uh, that was a problem before like if I was running a contest I would fall 20 minutes behind in the chat or I would sometimes get engrossed in the movie and then like missed a big dono or some big event so that worked really well yeah we had a nice innovation called the disaster count mm-hmm. where we could every time a disaster happened we could hit a button it would, in- it would keep track of the total disasters throughout the day which was fun yeah. um, what are some things I think uh, after thinking about this a week that we could do to improve on well we knew one of them uh and we tried to we tried to fix this beforehand but we sort of went with the solution we had last year which was the seating uh we had a combo of office chairs and bean bags and my ass didn't enjoy it i don't know about your ass but mine was not happy most of the, the time the back of my legs is what i filed and su- suffered because like mm. it, the way this seat hits the back it's like i felt like i was getting deep vein thrombosis the, the yeah. progressively throughout the day but then you go to the bean bag and suddenly you're low riding trying to get my vast 43 year old bulk off the, the floor after there i sat that. there for uh you know an hour at four o'clock in the morning and it just mm-hmm. the lumbar support wasn't there yeah, we're gonna do better next year. Yeah, we need to have a, a couch or club chairs or we peaked something. in the first year. We had we had the, the bald move battle couch. That old we don't dilapidated have that piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> was better than what we've had the last two years. Easily, mm-hmm. easily. Uh, one thing we had in is to get an earlier start on the prep of it, and mm-hmm. we actually had that. We remembered to do it. It's just we kept hitting snooze because we were incredibly busy through the fourth quarter of last year, which we've talked about a lot. Yeah. Um, but also what handicapped us is in the early 2020, we transitioned from our previous ad partner to a new one. So when it was time to go and get some vendor support for like giveaways and stuff, we just didn't have that infrastructure set up. So we had mm-hmm. to kind of put together giveaways from like bald move memorabilia which i think is cool like i do too uh, some people are giving a shit for it. it's like oh, are you guys just throwing away your trash i'm like i mean we gave away like one of our first microphones we ever used and one of our first mixers and i was thinking like if like mike and jerry from penny arcade was doing this for like uh their child's play charity and mike gave away his first like cintiq yeah, you know, tablet, tablet that, that he created like the first three years of Penny Arcade strips. I think that'd be fucking cool, yeah. but not everybody does. I'm just, but we had also some, uh, unfortunately the, the majority of the cool merch we had is game of Thrones merch, which yeah. would have probably been cooler last year. You know, it's this time we didn't want to give away stuff that people had given us. We have a lot of cool stuff. A lot of yeah. it's gifts. You know, we didn't want to give away like, good God, how much money could we get got, gotten for like the Lego replica of our studio? I mean, but like amazing. I don't want to give that away. That's a bald move heirloom. We're not going to give away right. that thing. And um, it's not just like, oh, we want this for ourselves. Also, it doesn't feel right to give yeah, gifts away that 
people gave some us. of the stuff is i mean some of the stuff is silly but like some of yeah. that stuff is like time and attention and and uh, there's love attached to it you don't you don't want to give away the sweater grandma knitted you right definitely don't want to give the bunny suit that you're yeah grandma knitted. yeah yeah so um we we didn't work we, I, I think uh but i thought we did pretty good and we had like 11 kind of fun giveaways and also it's it's you know the point is to give money for the charity not getting something in re- return but mm-hmm. it's something we were trying to do um and i think next year uh with the vendor support we have now knock on wood we'll do a little bit better yeah there's also the idea around giveaways because we switched it up sort of in the middle we realized we were fucking up um, because our plan was going into this, we were going to do giveaways at certain points in a movie. Dynamic points. Right. Like, for instance, when the flag freezes over, uh, flash freezes in Day After Tomorrow, you're going to start, okay, it's time for the giveaway. Um, but we made the mistake, I think, of telling people that there would be one for each movie while also not having it run for the entire length of the movie. And so people would probably wait to or, donate. Yeah, like, again, all things being equal, you're going to get the money. Like, you're going to get 20 yeah. bucks, wait until the giveaway is going. And yeah, so the incentive is not to donate during the times we're not doing giveaways. So halfway through, we said, okay, we have to do giveaways through the entire movie. because yeah. so we're each, just... beginning of each movie, we'll announce the giveaway. We run yeah. through the whole thing. We'll pick out a winner at the end of each one. Um which having a producer was super helpful for that because, mm-hmm. you know, Cecily's keeping track of that. I just had to go do the RNG generator and, and and pick out the winner. And I had a nice little spreadsheet thing that would automatically get the ranges set. And I just had to push a button. Yeah. Um, but that's something we could have done. I think also something we wanted to do, we just forgot. Um, we want to do like a two or three minute blurb telling people about it. Because one of the things we always, always, always struggle with with these marathons is we'd start them at the beginning of the bald move calendar. It's been like two months since we've done a big thing. Like right. if we if we had uh, the ability to advertise this to the, you know, if we did this in Watchmen season, you know, we would have had a lot more people stop by because a lot mm-hmm. more people had heard about it. But like, you know, we were going to record a two or three minute drop to put it in the Watchmen feed, to put it in the Mr. Robot feed, to put it in the Game of Thrones feed. Yeah. We just forgot to do it like until the day of and then it was out of time. Uh, So that's something I think we could have done. Uh, Let's talk about the schedule. Uh, We we did things different as we sent. We meant we started at noon, Mm -hmm. which we've never done before. We started at noon and on a work day Friday. Yeah. Which we thought, well, we do lunch this time anyway, and we know we have an X amount of people that ter- typically watch this live. And, you know, Friday's kind of a bit of a jerk off day uh-huh. at some works. Like, it's not unheard of to have maybe something like this on your phone while you're doing your spreadsheets. Many people said they were doing that, in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder if there's something special about that midnight to midnight time, and especially over a weekend where. Yeah, I think the weekend might be crucial. Yeah. Um, like, I. I can imagine, like, if it's midnight to midnight, Friday, or I guess Saturday morning midnight to Saturday, or Sunday morning midnight, a lot of people coming home from a long day of work might not be able to stay up with us, so maybe that's why we had more people uh, stay up with us, is because, like, it's kind of around-ish the time that some people might wake up if they don't have to work that day, Mm -hmm. Um, and so they can stay up with us until noon, but trying to stay up a whole day to work on Friday and stay up another day with us is basically impossible. Yeah. So, um, I think because we were going to do Saturday to Sunday, but then someone said, hey, that's a Super Bowl weekend. You might be shooting yourself in the foot. Uh, and it was a Super Bowl weekend. I think this is the first yeah, time Groundhog Day co- coincided with a Super Bowl weekend. 
or at least our stream did because i know last time we did it like a week later or two weeks later right? yeah, two yeah, weeks yeah. later or something which we still reserved a right to move this thing around the calendar too oh yeah and in fact that might be the thing to do we might want to schedule our annual charity to be like sometime during our biggest media time although that's problematic too <laughs> that's hard for us yeah yeah because then it's like oh now we gotta we gotta be ready to go for the instant take podcast on sunday night so that's right that's tough too but um uh and then so th those are some some things we need to think about i think next time is like you know when we should start because mm -hmm. the other thing is like we catered our content and our our giveaways for an international audience because i one things we didn't we never even thought about that like groundhog day was a homogenous mixture of content and we had no giveaways yeah. last year we had you know uh Clearly, the crown jewels of the schedule were the classic trilogy, right? Um, which also happened to be, and it was predetermined. We were just going to watch them in order, right? Yeah, it, it was. It was. We're going to start their episode numbers. Yeah, we're just going to go through the episode numbers. Yep. Um, and I think that this year, uh, we tried to actually give attention, like you know what, we want to make have like one kind of like well-loved classic per rough collection of time zones like yeah. you know we got like a prime what is prime time in america let's make sure we have a really nice uh a big big blockbuster disaster hit what's prime time in europe let's make sure we cover certainly prime time in australia we right. want to make sure we have something for our brothers and sisters down under uh and i think that that's a great concept um but when we look at the donos uh clearly the the vast majority it's like 100 to 1 yeah. money is coming from america and yeah it's a mistake to do that yeah you might want to if you if you're wanting to maximize the revenue that you're getting to for charity uh it might be wise to cater to that uh national audience to our our audience are the bulk the vast bulk of our audience uh -huh. um yeah it's it's unfortunate that you know it's going to be hard to kind of tailor anything to international audiences but yeah. that's just the reality of right what we're doing because we do have a, a worldwide audience and we do have a yeah. lot of representation as far as feedback and as far as club members and stuff from all over the world uh but when it comes in and, you know this is a sample size of one we did one disaster thing for a new charity that we changed so many things we changed this year the time the day yeah the charity uh the content like there's so many different things you could say it's like okay well why could what could you do better and these are th so things that we're going to be thinking about going into next year's charity stream mm -hmm. uh do you have any thoughts on like next year what we might be doing like i know I the do. one that i'm excited for yeah i mean i think we this year we almost did a fast and furious marathon mm-hmm but I think we were one movie short. Yeah, we had about twenty-one-ish hours of content, and they're just yeah. We're, we're missing a Fast and Furious, and you know what, Jim? There's Vin Diesel heard our cry, dropped the trailer <laughs> the week of. We're going to get another Fast and Furious movie, so we'll For have sure. exactly the right amount, unless it turns into like a four-hour. Oh God! Uh, fucking gothic opera starring Vince Diesel. Vince Diesel. Vince, Vince Diesel. Vince Diesel and his brother Vin. Mister Vince Diesel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh that's i think that's we we could be talked at and we who knows we might um we were thinking about different charities because i i hope mm. australia is not on fire this time oh god like i was just reading uh, uh when i was prepping for this that it sounds like that australia is getting some much needed rain good um which is you know big part of the problem you got the heat wave 
you get uh, a drought and uh, then you get a spark and, and it's, it's bad news. But uh, we'll probably be picking out a new charity next year. Um, I don't know whether we go back to National Alliance. There is, uh, I think, a, so seems like the, some popular support for like an Alzheimer's research charity. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's stuff that hopefully we can get an earlier start on, um, you know, like a, like a fall time planning session and keep some momentum going so we can really make it bigger and better next year. Um, but I want to thank everybody who stopped by uh, at any time. Again, check out the show notes for the links you'll want if you want to find out. Um, if you want to go click through and, and watch the Twitch archive, um, we'll probably use that site to host the um, uh, the archive of the entire stream if we ever get it cleared through YouTube's content ID program. Uh, that's where if you still want to, if, if you missed out and you're just now hearing of it and you want to give towards this worthy cause, you can you can still donate money and. Uh, we will not actually get our hands on this money until the end of February because that's where the way Twitch uh, pays things out. So did you say that's groundhog.baldmove.com? Groundhog.baldmove.com. Uh, the cool. link is also in the show notes. Uh, but thanks for the hundreds and hundreds of people that showed uh, showed up and, and gave money, raised a lot of money for a, a worthy charity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't wait to do it again next year because it's already. I can. You can. I can wait exactly a year to do this next year. It takes 365 days for the gym batteries to charge sufficiently to do do another one. Yeah, but thanks a lot. It was a lot of fun. I can't wait to do it till next year. (laughs) Again, appreciate everyone's support on this, and we'll see you next time.